welcome to the Think Factory podcast. We got one question for you. What keeps you up at night? Welcome to the Women's Roundtable podcast powered by the Think Factory, where we learn how women think big and grow their business. My name is Kara Filekoff. I'm an attorney with Outside General Counsel Solutions, and I'm the host of today's episode. I'm happy to have with me today Megan and Sally from an amazing company, Cheeky Cherry, which creates period underwear with three priorities, better for you, better for the planet, and better for the bank. So thank you both so much for spending time with me today. I would love to hear some background on you and how you started uh, Cheeky Cherry. Hi. Hi. So excited to be here. Thank you for having us. So me and Megan are sisters, and we recently started um, Cheeky Cherry, like you said. We're a leak-proof underwear company, and Megan and I have been in the industry for... In the apparel industry. Yeah, in the apparel industry for, I don't know, 10-plus years now. (laughs) We we joined our family business after uh, we graduated university, and we learned the ins and outs of the apparel industry and licensing and branding. And we um, went along with many different licenses that our, our company had. Um, and then we just felt like we... We wanted to do something of our own yeah. and something that we're passionate about and something that's really ours. So we created Cheeky Terry. This is really ours and our project. And it's something that we're just passionate about mm-hmm. it. We we wanted to, to find something that really meant something to us. We wanted to make a difference in the world, a positive change. And with Cheeky Cherry, we were we feel like we are able to do that. So we're very excited to bring her to life. And I was just on your website a little bit uh, in the coming weeks preparing for this call. And I will say, you have amazing looking products and I'm oh excited gosh, to order. You. So <laughs> um, I would love to hear more about what your day-to-day role in the company entails and kind of what each of your strengths are. Absolutely. So I'm Megan, um, the CEO of Cheeky Cherry. So I have um, taken on that role as just like the vision, like seeing the big picture, where the company's going, how we're going to get there, um, building our team. So um, I actually have a bit a big role in in the product also, um, choosing the styles, the colors. Uh, I made our logo. <laughs> yeah, Megan is definitely more of like that creative design side of things, whereas me, I'm Sally, I'm the COO, and I'm definitely more of like the nitty gritty, I would say. I'm like the numbers girl, like I'm the behind the scenes getting all those things done, whether it be the website or production or costings, like all of the the number work is me. <laughs> yeah, she's very good at, at like learning systems and implementing different systems using Excel and, and different backends um, of websites that we like implemented onto into our daily routine. So she's she's very good at, at that and teaching herself all of those things. Like, yeah, we complement each other really well, which is nice. I was just going to say, I feel like you both have figured out what your strengths are and mm-hmm. how you can both support the company um, playing into those strengths and those kind of qualities that you know, hey, I'm better at the creative side or hey, I'm better in numbers. Like, let's bring this all together. Absolutely. I think that's that's one of the reasons why we make such a good team. So can you both describe your leadership style? Are the, Is it the same? Is it different? And Do you feel like there's any difference between male counterparts or any kind of males in the industry that you may have kind of come across 
So for in terms of our own leadership styles, we are a little bit different. Megan is very firm. <laughs> Megan is more like she knows what she wants and she knows what she wants to get done. And it's it's that way or no way. No, that's not true. It's not true. But for me, like I'm really, really easygoing and like I I I don't know. <laughs> it's it's funny because I feel the opposite. Like I feel really? yeah, I feel like what? I'm not. I, I'm not so firm. I feel like <laughs> I I do listen to my team and, and I, I do make sure that at the end of the day, what I need gets done. Um, but I love to have my team bring themselves and mm-hmm. put their full heart and soul into the project of what they do. Yeah, exactly. No, I definitely agree with that. And I'll also say that we have an amazing um, team of women um, who we basically treat like our friends. Um, There's less of like that hierarchy feeling and more of a friendship going on. So in general, like we like to think of ourselves as the big sisters kind of when it comes (laughs) down to it. Yeah. So we definitely still like delegate, make all the final decisions and, you know, that sort of thing. But we're also able to joke around together and um, film TikToks and laugh at ourselves. So it's a really nice team structure that we have and a little bit different than the standard like corporate job. And like not to generalize, but um, from my personal experience, when it comes to like our male counterparts, we can sometimes see uh, that they're very goal oriented leadership. Um, they might sometimes uh, want to get to that end point and like the in between is a little bit harsh. Um, so being a woman entrepreneur, I could tell that I'm softer around the edges <laughs> and that um, that actually helps propel the company further. Um, although I have to say I had a great male role model to look up to in business. Um, as I think we've mentioned, we're a family business and in our other divisions, our father leads the way and we actually aspire to lead like he leads. Uh, he always says that a drop of honey goes a lot farther than a drop of vinegar. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> from a very young age, we learn to be very respectful to others in business, no matter their status, race or position. Um, so that is very key to us. But um, overall, this question is a bit tough to answer because I don't I don't want to generalize. But based mm-hmm. on my experience working with my dad, I realize I have a different way of looking at things sometimes. But at the end of the day, there's no secret code to being a great entrepreneur. Each person is different and has their own way of leading. And I'd also like to add that in terms of my end product goal, um, the sexualization of women in the intimate industry has been really present like since forever. And our goal is to create comfortable and useful pieces mm-hmm, exactly. that women need and they want to wear. So yes, women are allowed to feel confident, they're allowed to feel sexy, but without being sexualized. And that's exactly what we're trying to promote with our brand. I was going to say, I feel like your products just based on the role that they serve will help women feel comfortable and confident and just kind of not second guess themselves on something that really they they can't change. Absolutely. Exactly. So I know you had mentioned your father as being a mentor, but have you had any women leaders or mentors who inspired you um, to kind of move forward with the creation of Cheeky Cherry or how you've worked with your employees? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. So not to be cliche, but our mom, for sure. 
She is for sure our role model. She's literally a superhero mom. Like growing up, seeing her work ethic um, was a true inspiration to us from a very young age. She had three kids when she finalized her bachelor in business marketing, and she managed work with five kids like a breeze. So we really learned how to juggle it all from her. Um, and until today, she's actually such a hands-on mom and grandma. She helps us with carpool. <laughs> she makes us dinners. She's just, she's just she's, a yeah, She's literally like amazing. <laughs> and like Megan and I are actually both moms. I don't know if that was mentioned, but we're both young moms. Um, so I think for us, we're really lucky that we have, first of all, not only her as a mentor, but also that we have this structure that we don't really have to choose between um, like our career and our family lives. Like we have a really, really good balance, which is so important to us. Um, and uh, to add to all of this, um, from our experience so far working with period underwear, a lot of like the companies or the influencers or other businesses who we've been working with, um, a lot of them are also women run. And that having that support like in our community and in the industry has been so great like it just feels so empowering i was gonna say i feel like so many of the women i interview as part of this podcast um have said really the community aspect of women uh coming together is the game changer whether it's providing mentorship or support on a personal and professional level really creating and fostering that community is what makes the difference and allows for women to develop in, you know, their entrepreneurial life and also for kind of everyday corporate life is having the person to lean on or somebody kind of a cheerleader in the background saying like, you got Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Totally. We could not yeah. agree more with that. So I know um, you have talked about really how you've had so many champions behind you, um, being from a family in this industry. Um, but have you ever been confronted with gender related roadblocks in your career or anything that you've kind of made you stop and ponder like, wait, would this have been asked for someone else? So I think um, for us, we've actually been really lucky and have had had sorry, have had great experiences thus far. I don't think that's the case for everybody, but for us, like just coming into this, everybody knows off the bat that um, like we're moms and we're, we're busy and, and so on. And like everyone's been really, really understanding of that. But I think that behind all of that, the reason why our experience has been so positive is because um, we were able to prove like on our parts that we can properly lead and we can properly excel and like we know what we're doing and we are trusting our gut and we're confident. So I think get that has made it a lot easier for others to respect us in our roles um, and has really helped pave that way. So to me, overall, we've had really positive experiences. Megan, could you think of any? I, no, I, I agree with everything you said. I think overall we've been pretty lucky um, not to confront such big gender-related roadblocks, but um, I, it's not like that for everybody, for sure not. I was going to say, it sounds like what you both have done is really created a clear boundary, um, which yes. has really helped kind of navigate that. Yes, absolutely. Like like Sally was saying, everybody knows at three o'clock we have to go for carpool. And if a kid is sick, we have to be home. Like it's just it's natural things in life. And we've we've kind of ingrained that in our company's culture. So I think that that um, within itself 
really helps women yeah. um, excel. Like, in, but I will our- add like that basically like we like even if we're working if if our kid is sick and we're home with them like we're still working like maybe not at our computer the whole time but like we have our phones with us like we we take what we do seriously and I think like we don't leave anything um you know get left behind kind of thing but also like going back to the company culture thing I think it's just so important that because we're a small business um we're able to bring our kids to work our staff are able to bring their kids to work Mm, so if somebody's home or they don't have school or they're sick or whatever it may be maybe not like so sick but if they have like a a little cold and they can't go to school because of it like they're able to come into to work with their child and nobody looks at them differently it's a great company culture for sure and it's so great that you fostered that because I think that's really helps um, those within your company to kind of thrive and develop and kind of also love the company and feel a sense of loyalty to it absolutely so I would love to hear more about kind of Cheeky Cherry and your goals and what challenges you've seen so far in the kind of the creation of the business do you have any pressing challenges coming up or mm-hmm. any big developments um, that you're kind of looking forward to? So I guess our challenge is that we're a small team. So Sally and I are very hands-on in all aspects of the business. We kind of touched on this before, but like teaching ourselves like, like how to do everything <laughs> from the ground up has been challenging. But I mean, it's up to us how much we want to learn, how much we want to implement. Um, The the possibilities are endless. Like, that's the truth, is that I feel like there is no ceiling. Like, we can really push and do what we want. It's all about how far we can take it, and it's it's really in our hands. So the challenge is for sure, like, growing and being able to do it all, I guess. So that's, that's, I guess, our challenges. And then, like, some goals that we are going to be achieving shortly mm-hmm. is launching at retail so yeah, right so now excited about that we've been that's mainly, so awesome yeah we've been mainly online um but we are going to be launching at a handful of prominent retailers which um we are so excited about and we really chose like who we wanted to launch at strategically mm-hmm. so to have that opportunity was just it's awesome and we're like going through the steps of getting listed and and putting our products up and and it's just been really fun so it seems like really evaluating your also corporate partners is important to you as you said you Mm -hmm. kind of strategically determined where to launch um what is important to you both as you kind of figure out what who you're working with what retailers you want to be in or just generally who you deal with on a day-to-day basis for developing cheeky cherry so definitely um other companies and businesses that have the same values as us i find like the second that we you know hop on a call with with a either a client or whoever it may be, a partner, like you kind of just develop that relationship um, and you feel it off the bat if you're fit or not. Yeah, those relationships are just so important and like building those bonds with with the people that we are working with beyond surface level, but obviously keeping it professional. But Mm -hmm. I mean, having those deep rooted relationships really help propel the business forward. So I guess now that you are experiencing this growth and experiencing this development, what is one piece of advice you would give your younger self? Oh, that's a good one. Um, For me, 
I would 100% say that success is subjective. Um, it's not just a dollar sign. It's not how much money you make means that you're more successful. To me, being able to like come into work every day, looking forward to working with my sister, being creative, having a good work-life balance, um, being able to like see our growth, you know, when exciting things are happening, like even just getting off a good call, like that to me is is overall success. And I wish I had told my younger self that because I feel like a lot of times you associate success with dollars only. I'll say um, some advice that I would give my younger self is if you hear no, you're probably speaking to the wrong person. Um, <laughs> I know it's hard, but um, it's it's just that's what it is. If, if somebody says no to you, it's not the end of the road. Mm-hmm. You have to find a way to make your vision come to life. It's not always like flowers and butterflies and easy. So um, really pushing through and finding a way to make your dream a reality. um, It's just so worth it at the end of the day when you look back and you say, wow, I did that. I built this. It's just very fulfilling. Yeah, sometimes no is not the bad opportunity (laughs) you think it is, but really an opportunity to kind of explore something else. Yeah, exactly. That's important to know. And At the Think Factory, we like to ask all of our guests one question, and that question is, what keeps you up at night? So Sally and Megan, what keep you both up at night? My kids, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) What keeps us up at night? I guess we're always thinking of our next step. Mm -hmm. We're planning what we want to do, just seeing like what's our next move and, and is the best option. Um, I guess when you're you're an entrepreneur, your brain really never sleeps. So you're just thinking of of different ways to maneuver and what is going to be the best foot forward. Yeah, I, no, I couldn't agree more. That's exactly it. It's like as an entrepreneur, like there are no days off. Like your mind is always thinking of your business and you know what you want to do next and you know, being able to get creative at any time of day, the amount of times I'm like up at night and I have to like jot down like a yeah, I get text an idea like in the yeah. middle of the night from Sally. Being it's like, like a reminder for or... the morning. Like we can't forget to talk about this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I guess so now you know to expect like random text messages in the middle of the night with with ideas. So that's good to have that already laid out. Well, thank you both for spending some time to talk with me about kind of your own experiences and also Cheeky Cherry. So I know that um, all listeners should kind of be on the lookout to see uh, what retailers Cheeky Cherry will be at coming up. So that's a great development. But again, I wanted to thank you both for your time and thank you for sharing your insight. Uh, Be sure to check out other Women's Roundtable podcasts so you learn how women think big and grow their business. But thank you both again. Thank Thank you you so so much. much. I really appreciate it. This was so fun.